0: This is a headgum podcast. Hi, my so-called babies. This is Jack, uh with an important update about the mysterious institution called Open Road Integrated Media, aka Orim, uh, which has dramatically escalated their aggressions against me and Tanner. Um Long story short, we only found out after recording this episode that the copy of Dawn Diary 3 that we purchased from them ends about 20 pages before the version of the book that Anne wanted us to read, uh, right before Dawn and Sonny go to the Jacks concert. Um, I don't know why Orem did this, but I was able, after a lot of Trying to get a representative from Orem on the phone to discuss it. Uh, so I'm going to play a brief clip of that conversation now. And you can be certain that we'll be addressing this as well as the 20 pages that we were eventually able to read thanks to a helpful member of Baby Nation next week. Uh, anyway, here is my conversation with Orem. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking the time to speak with me on behalf of Orem. Um, can you explain to our listeners why you chose to leave the last 20 pages out of this book when you published it? Um, they are pretty vital to the plot. Silence, you
1: funny fool! I've had it with your whining and bumbling.
0: Okay. Uh, well, Tanner and I are, are are both just trying to enjoy the entirety of the books that we purchased. Are you pathetic pair of pitiful pinheads! All I'm saying is that if you don't have an explanation for why you left the main part of this book out of the copies you sold us, I'm going to have to assume that it was an act of malice. Quiet, or I'll turn you into a suitcase! All right, if you have no intention of helping me with this, I'm just going to find a complete copy of the book somewhere else. True, man. And now is the time to finish it! I'm going to finish it next week. What did you call me? Okay, bye. I have to call Tanner now.
1: I can't talk, there's something pressing, I dream of you leaving a message. Say you will leave it, say you will leave
0: it. Tanner! Jack, uh, hey. No, you're not here. Okay. Yep. Tanner! Uh, Hello? I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I missed Hello? you again. You're not here. Oh, I picked up the phone. Oh, you did. Okay. And so. What the,
1: oh, I think the machine is
0: recording. The machine all is this. recording it. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, do you want to stop it or? I guess we'll just ha- I'll, we'll hang up. Okay. Uh, Actually, you know what? I really have to run to the bathroom. So can I? Um, I'm gonna hang up, but you go ahead and leave. Call me back, and I'll leave a message, and I'll, I'll call you back in a minute.
0: Okay, that's right. Perfect. Okay. <laughs>
1: the beep, at the beep, because tonight is the night
0: when I'll call you back. Tanner, uh, that was weird. I'm th- realizing what a bad plan it was that we made uh, about you needing to go use the bathroom. Uh, and then I would call you back and I guess leave a message for you. And then you would... <laughs> Then you would come back, and I would call you again. Anyway, that's... Hello? Oh, hey, you... Uh, hey, you're back. Hey. Hello, how's it
1: going? I think, the meth- I think the machine might be recording this again. I'm not totally sure. Okay. Well... No, I agree. It was a weird plan. Yeah. I don't know why I suggested you call back and leave a message. That was a quick, It
0: was a quick pee.
1: Yeah. What's going on?
0: Um, well, I wanted to tell you that... Um, uh, a bunch of guys Actually you know what I, I
1: just realized The machine is recording All yeah. of this And that Like I don't want to Burn through the tape so Okay let's, Will you call me back In a second Okay I'll call you back Okay, okay. Alright I need to call you back Cause I'm at the store Wanna hear
0: are uh, pretty weird that what we just went through has ended up with me calling you back and now your answering machine has picked up again. And I'm fairly certain that the reason you're not answering the phone is because you're taking the time to record new messages for each time I call. Uh, but since I'm here, and this is fairly urgent, I will just say it now, and I, either you're listening or... You'll listen later, or I don't know what, but um, a bunch of uh, the Cro-Mags did see you this afternoon in the parking lot singing Spice Girls To Become One and crying to yourself. Like, sobbing. And that's very bad, honestly, for my reputation, because I'm, like, known to be seen sometimes around you. And I... (laughs) I would just say take a fucking week off. Um, oh, and uh, Dawn, uh, Schaefer, and uh, Sunny, her best friend, they're still in like a huge battle with each other because Dawn feels like she doesn't visit her mom in hospital. Her mom is not doing well. It looks like they're bringing her home, and, and Dawn thinks that Sunny isn't doing enough, and they're in a big fight, but Ducky, Dawn's friend, got Jack's tickets. Yeah, the fucking Belgian rock group, uh, with X. And he got four Jax tickets for him, Dawn, Amalia, and uh, uh Sonny. And so there's like this super awkward thing happening where like Dawn and Sonny are gonna have to ride in the car to the concert together and Dawn has to like figure out how to ask her dad whether she can go to this club, which does sell booze and is like a after hours, like all ages club. Um, and the the show starts at 11, but it's Jax, like, you can't turn that down. But on the other hand, how's she going to go in the car with Sonny? It's going to be super awkward. And she's, like, made a bunch of overtures, like, honestly, not particularly magnanimous ones, but she is trying. But Sonny's, like, pushing everyone away right now, so it's, like, super awkward. Um, and I think they, they did go to the Jax concert, and it was, like, not that great in the car. No, they didn't. They didn't go to the Jax concert, so, um... I guess we'll see how that goes, and I'm wondering now why I felt like it was super urgent. Oh, to become one. Hey, I'm moved by that song, too. It's fucking beautiful. It's about two souls becoming one soul. I find it beautiful, and I cry about it when I sing it myself. But I have the decency to do it at home, and the sense to fucking do it at home. And for God's sake. Okay, call me back. and what, Just Or pick up the fucking phone. Okay, uh, bye. <laughs>
1: Um moment of the book is Ducky pulling up to pick up Dawn to go to the PRX show.
0: Oh, so you were listening to the message.
1: Sorry, I was listening to the message. I got sidelined I was dealing with something
0: here. What I, was it? So I went
1: well, I went to the bathroom. Yeah,
0: I remember that. Yeah.
1: And I was coming back and I heard you calling and I was running to the phone and then I was passing my kitchen table. Okay. And on the kitchen table, and I was going to the end the, of the kitchen to grab the phone, the yeah. cordless. And yeah. oh, you have a um, cordless? Yeah, in the kitchen. Holy shit, and that's I was awesome! Passing it, and I was passing by the table, and I've had a jigsaw puzzle just like spread out across that entire table for like the last two or three weeks. Okay. And and I and I as I was passing, I kind of glanced down and I saw like a piece, and I was like, "Dang, uh, I know okay. where that piece that's goes." That's the one. You know? Okay. And I had to stop, and I was like, "Jackal will understand, obviously."
0: Okay, yeah, and I kind this of This is did. more important. This is way yeah. more
1: important. Um, so I did, like, and I just kind of got absorbed into it, you know? Yeah. That's the, that's the thing about Jigsaw Puzzles. It is. But I heard your entire message. Yeah. Um, will I apologize for To Become One? No, I shan't.
0: It's a beautiful song, and honestly, I get it. I do. It's a beautiful, beautiful moving song, and I cry every time yeah. I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your favorite spice? Baby yeah i'd say it's, for me it's sporty it's always been sporty okay it's always been sporty uh mine is baby yeah i'm the baby
1: she reminds me of me and then she does remind me of dinosaurs yeah
0: <laughs> uh gotta love it dinosaurs. um but what we're here what we do what we like to do and who we say we are are things that i'm going to tell you about and what we do you like puzzles uh, you do puzzles I do like to do puzzles. Oh, here's okay. a fucking thing. You want to hear some controversial? What
1: puzzle are you working on now?
0: You want to hear hot take? Yeah. You can't look at the box when you do a jigsaw puzzle. You can't look at the picture on the no, box. Who
1: looks at? Who looks at the picture? Everybody. The it's,
0: every motherfucker. It's not useful. You no, whether it's useful or not, you're not allowed to look at it.
1: I'm not. I'm not interested in looking at it.
0: Good. Well, good, then you're on my side. You can get enough context clues from just the shapes
1: of the pieces and the adjacent And that's the pieces. way to do it.
0: Guess what? Every jigsaw puzzle you've ever done where you looked at the picture on the box to help you figure out how to do the puzzle doesn't count. You didn't like, do you know, that puzzle. Can I tell you a story? Yeah. Oh yes, please. It's perfect. When for I was what's a kid right now,
1: my cousin Justin and I one summer played and defeated a video game called Riven, the sequel to I'm Miss.
0: Familiar. I've heard of it from you mostly.
1: And while we were playing it, it's a very challenging puzzle game. So we decided to go and download a walkthrough and then play the game while referring constantly back to the walkthrough. And then some years later, I was hanging out with a friend of my dad's at his house. Yeah. This is like a, you know, old man.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Dad-aged man.
0: Yeah, a dad-aged man. I'm familiar
1: and I noticed he had all the missed games on his shelf in his computer room, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh, I love those games."
0: Oh, you asshole!
1: One summer, my cousin and I, when I when that when Riven came out, my cousin and I played like one summer to like beat the entire game. <laughs> and he was like, "Really? How old are you?" And I was like, "I don't know, maybe eleven or 12. <laughs> and he was like, "I still haven't beaten Riven." Wow! And I was like, "Oh no, we played with a walkthrough." What the? And fuck? he was like, "Oh, that's that doesn't." That doesn't count. And I and I realized then, I was like, oh, no, that doesn't count. I was essentially just like no, you didn't. watching a movie. It's like watching someone play it on YouTube. And that's the same as, as looking at the box to do a jigsaw. a
0: jigsaw. And that's why jigsaw says, do you want to play a game? He doesn't say, yes. do you want to look at the fucking box?
1: Right. No. He doesn't say, do you not want to stick your dick in this <laughs> vat of
0: yeah. molten gold? Do you want to keep your dick out of this vat of molten gold? No, he doesn't say that. He says, let's get it in there and make it hot and and melt. And it teaches you about greed. And it does. It's a morality lesson. It's a morality lesson. And that is why we're here today, for a morality lesson. And my name is Jack.
1: My name is Tanner.
0: And we are the Babysitter's Club Club. And... What we do is we read the California Diaries, which is confusing because it sounds like we read the Babysitter's Club books. But if you haven't been tuning in, what you'll learn when you look at our back catalog is that we did, in fact, read all of the Babysitter's Club books and more. And now we're and reading the, uh, Super Specials and the Mysteries, yeah. and we're also
1: doing the Little Sisters on a second podcast. Yeah,
0: and what we're doing now is reading the California Diaries, and we're coming to the end of them. And what it is is California Diaries number 11, Dawn number 3 and dong number three dong number three yes
1: huh. we should have had a third co-host oh yeah
0: that could be could three be dongs. dong number three my three yeah. dongs
1: my three dogs that's funny <laughs> the best part about my three dongs is it's a play on my
0: two dads yeah <laughs> and we could be like who let the dongs out <laughs> that's good yeah <laughs> Uh, But we don't. It's just two of us. It's my two dongs today, and we're talking about dong number three, and what the thing on the front of the book is, and every book, every diary has something on the front of Uh, it. Yes. And what Dawn has written on the front of her diary is missing, losing. Dong diary. Her. And conveniently, we do have a segment that we like to do, and it is called... What would be on, What's your, on your diary?
1: Tombstone.
0: These words We do have a disagreement about what the what and the we have the since the
1: very beginning. Yeah, huh? and it
0: seems like it's just never resolved.
1: I don't think it's ever going to be resolved at this because we're yeah. now in the book threes.
0: Yeah, and it's still you still feel pretty strongly that it's a pizza thing, What's and I feel pretty strongly now? that it's a diary thing, and I
1: feel like I'm right, right because there's but no have, mention of no, pizza. But
0: we have kind of we
1: yep. danced this, this <laughs> dance. dance macabre so many times now, Jack. And here's here's what we end up on: no one writes words on the front of their diary. Right. Everyone does write Or on, on the front tombstone. of their tombstone. But and tombstone pizza was there was the, yeah. the commercial was very popular in the nineties. Yeah, so it would be like a comedian like um, Bobcat Goldthwait.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: And he is in a the gallows, and it's clearly like a period piece. It's like Revolutionary France. Okay, right? okay. And another comedian from the nineties, let's say Paul Poundstone. Okay, is the executioner okay and she says like any last words okay
0: um and he says like cheese onions and he says and no, 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 no 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 not yet not yet and, and okay. uh, maybe
1: you don't get the joke instruction okay but, sorry yeah but he'll be like <laughs> um uh, viva la france or i can't do it bob like viva france okay you know yeah. he's got that like, sort of, like yeah i can't do it yeah
0: I made Sarah watch Police Academy recently, and I still liked it, but she hated it. She had never seen it before.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem like one that's going to hold up. And then so Paula Poundstone says, like, okay, well, what do you want on your tombstone? Okay. And then Bob Colt, Cat Goldthwait is like... Extra cheese. Extra cheese, Pepperoni. pepperonis, mushrooms. Yeah. And and then it, like, cuts to... to the executioner and the executioner like lifts up her hood and she's like, what? And then you're, it's like Paul Poundstone. You're like, Oh,
0: you're like, Oh, it's Paul Poundstone. Yeah. And And
1: it's like, I know her. She's like a famous comedian of, of the, of now. Okay. And then it's like, and then it cuts to like tombstone pizzas and it's like tombstone pizzas are very good.
0: Okay. And then, do you know? No, I do know. And I'd see where you're going with it, but I just, I don't want to dwell on it too much, but like, on the other hand, what's what the words are on in the context of what we're talking about is a diary. And so what we're saying is, like, what would be... what If we did put words on our diary, what would they be? And so I do think that I'm but right. But no one
1: does that. That's like saying, like, no. what if we put words on, like, a fucking log in the forest?
0: Okay, but it, that is what we're saying, right? It's like... Th- Dawn has okay, these okay, words so on the diary. Okay, so the name
1: diary. of the segment is, what's the words
0: on your th- th- log in the forest? Okay, I'll write another song for it. You know? And, and it's nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah, it is nonsense. Um, and, But what we do like to do is say what what the words would be. And you know what? Earlier tonight, Baby Nation,
1: okay. um, Jack, I've been very busy at work, and I think Jack is like being very sensitive to my situation. And he texted me earlier today and said, are we recording the normal time? And I said, yes. And I apologized because we were supposed to record last night and I couldn't because I was working late. And Jack said, let's keep it light and fun and quick and breezy. And what I think he meant by that was maybe don't create conflict. Um, Don't constantly stop the like the flow of the show with sort of sidebars about logs in the forest or tombs on to tombstone pizzas or no, and is that does that seem right?
0: No, are what you happy not, with the no. way the
1: episode's going uh, so far? Or
0: I I would have I have some notes about it, uh-huh. which I will not share because we don't dwell in the past. No, well, I can't grow.
1: I can't grow unless you. I can't learn and grow unless you share. Your notes. I mean,
0: the note would be something like that. We What we want to do is find out what would be on our tombstone, and what we've talked about is Logs in the Forest and Bobcat Goldthwaite. But that's okay. But and that's not what I meant. When I sent you that text, what I meant was
1: Do we want to analyze who caused us to talk about Logs in the Forest and, and Bobcat Goldthwaite? Because it seems like here's one what of us has a thing that makes sense and is, is yeah. contextually sort of relevant to the 90s. Yeah. And the other has a thing where it's like a huge leap of. Like, you know how everyone has words on their diary? And it's like, no, no one has that.
0: But Dawn does.
1: Right. No, yeah, well,
0: okay. Doesn't she? And that's, <laughs> that's, and uh, that's, but you know what? Here's what I'll say. Okay, go ahead. Live in your truth, man. True TV. I always do. I always do. So that's fine. You know that about me. You put yours on your tombstone, I'll put mine on my diary. Here's what Are I want. Are you going to have a tombstone? Let's talk about our end of end of life care. That's not. What about what part of light, breezy, and fun <laughs> made you go to end of life care?
1: Well, let's talk about it next time because I feel like it'll be more relevant during Sunny Book Three. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. Um, what I would like to tell you is the following thing. We're doing a segment. Uh, there's some question, which we are actually going to leave as a kind of Schrodinger's cat type of situation around whether it's a tube zone, whether it's a diary, uh, maybe it's both at once or neither. It's all to do with quantum physics. And so okay. what we want to do is put those things together. And what we're going to do, the way we're going to do that is we're going to do it through the segment where we say, what would be on the front of our diary? The words that are on Dawn's diary are missing Losing her. And the words that we're going to come up with, and this is fucking revolutionary, Tanner. Okay. We're going to respond to her. Okay. That's that's huge. We're not going to mimic her. We're going to respond to her. So what I want to hear from you about what's on your diary based on how you are interacting with the world in your life at the moment okay, is something you're missing. Something you're losing and some way that you've been hurt.
1: <sighs> have you thought about yours?
0: Not much. I know I know number one and number Because you've three. sprung
1: this on me and I, I don't I need to think about it.
0: Oh, okay. I've got I actually got I have I now that I've had a second to think about it, I do have all three of mine. And it's something you're missing, something you're losing, and some way that you've been hurt. Okay. Here's something that I'm missing, and I think that this will resonate with you daycare. Yes. I really do miss daycare a lot. I liked it. I, it was one of my favorite things. I liked I I felt like it was worth the money. Um I it's expensive, but I've never I've never felt better about money that I'm spending in terms of the value that it's bringing to me. Uh-huh. I just really Really liked it a lot. I just loved it so much and everything about it. And now that it's I, it's, I don't have it, oh, boy, I'll be missing you, daycare, P. Diddy.
1: Yep. And, and I am
0: missing it. And please. I am missing you, daycare. Yep. And I do miss you okay. so much. And what a life to take, you know? Right. Daycare. Uh, so I'm missing daycare. Uh, and something I'm losing is my hair.
1: Okay, and and,
0: and and is this something you've
1: ever sort of it's publicly co- and openly discussed before?
0: I think sometimes you bring it up,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the show. I just want to be sensitive. We also did have about a fifteen-minute conversation. Oh, we did before talk the about the before the show, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it, it, you know, you can't fight fate. You can't fight the future. That's X Files. Yeah. And what is what I am losing is my hair. Okay. And then, some way that I have been hurt is again daycare.
1: Then, and it's really it just hurts twice?
0: and you can. Yeah. And it's really, it has hurt my feelings and it's hurt my life and my way of life and everything about how my day goes that I, that daycare is gone and I will be missing you daycare and what a life to take. And, uh, you know, there, uh, I wish P Diddy was here because I don't have, I don't have his eloquence right now to describe how much and how badly I've been hurt by the loss of daycare. Yeah. Uh, and so my book is – I guess it's a picture of me standing outside a closed uh, daycare, and I'm pulling my hair out. It's pretty evocative. What what hair what, – What remains of what it. What hair you have left to pull out. And it says on the front of it, it says, Jack, diary 11, book 3, daycare, hair, daycare. The
1: numbering, I gotta say, on these on the Jack series is confusing because I think last book was but like book eight, volume yeah. two.
0: It doesn't it bakes your noodle, doesn't it? Yeah, it really bakes your noodle. Yeah. That's the matrix.
1: And I am me, Tanner Green Ring, and I am here in my Brooklyn home, and I yeah. am trying to support local businesses yeah, by that's purchasing great. books online. That's good to have sent to me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's nice.
1: And I am actually tuning into a Google Hangouts to watch Isaac Fitzgerald do an interview with um, Sarah Vowell about her new book that's coming out.
0: It's a lot of names. Cyril has Isaac's book, and Isaac came and Isaac is a friend of ours, and he did a, a talk here in Austin. It's kind of his
1: main gig now. It's just is doing interviews and talks.
0: Yeah, uh, but Cyril likes his pirate book.
1: Miles likes his pirate book too. Everyone, check it out. It's called How to Be a Pirate, written by Isaac Fitzgerald, and he's our
0: personal friend, dear friend.
1: And I'm watching that live stream, and someone from Greenlight Books comes on, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're we're still open. We're shipping out books. Uh, yeah, please do keep us." In business by right. purchasing books from us. Here's some yeah. like great books that you can buy from us. And she says like oh The Great uh, Gatsby. You could buy the Great Gatsby, you could buy Middle March. Middle March, you could buy Who Moved My Cheese. Yeah. And then you could buy Jack. Book Book Eleven. Eleven Book Three is what you said? Book eleven Diary Three. Diary three. Mm-hmm. Um Child Daycare Hair Daycare. Daycare, hair, daycare. Yeah. And it's got you, and you're kind of tugging at these very tiny short hairs, and like... <laughs>
0: yeah. So, but I'm like very a... upset,
1: and you're upset. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I look like Calvin's dad from Calvin and Hobbes.
1: I don't think you look like Calvin's dad. You have more. In the than
0: book, that. I on the cover, I do.
1: Okay, yeah. You don't also upset. don't wear glasses.
0: In the cover, on the cover, I look. I just want you to picture it, and it looks like Calvin's dad from Calvin and Hobbes, right? Who we are all destined to become, by the way every one of us every single one of us on this planet not me okay
1: i'm too overweight <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um,
1: and do and so i'm just like oh gosh you know what i should support green lane yeah. so i should go order one of these books yeah am i interested in picking up middle march
0: it's very good. I hear fucking hell dude. It's a hell, slog, dude. It's like huge, No, no, no. Right? No, no, no. It's a page turner. I swear to god, F- fucking advertisement from Middlemarch right now, everybody. It's fucking fantastic. It's every single page is a delight. Let me What was the first book? Uh, Great Gatsby. Uh, what's the price point on Great Gatsby? Uh, it's paperback. It's 12.99.
1: Okay, in Middlemarch? It's kind of a tome. middle
0: march is a tome. You can get like a kind of shitty thin pages. No, no, no. Like I want, I can't. Great, do th- I great can't do... works edition for like eight ninety nine. But no, the I nice like one a... that has those like cool little perforated like like zigzaggy pages. That's yeah. pretty, and it has like a a glossy cover. That's what I That's, gu- that's going to run you twenty four ninety nine.
1: Okay, and who moved my cheese? Um,
0: fifteen dollars.
1: And Jack.
0: It's thin. It's a thin volume. It's a novella. It's a thin volume. I don't
1: mind paying, but like I, I go to the comic book store and buy like
0: $10 zine sometime. You that's, know? That's, that's going to run you
1: $14. Okay, I'm going to get Middlemarch because I really do okay. want to support the business. Yeah. yeah, okay. And I just want to spend as as much as possible.
0: It's a great book. You're not going to regret well, it. It's busy. fucking amazing. It's a very good. Everybody read middle March. Please stop the podcast and read Middle March and then come back.
1: It's very long, right? It's very what if that's long. That's our next podcast. Each week we read another chapter of Middle March and discuss. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> Hell yes. March through middle March. <laughs> middle March Death March.
1: <laughs> the middle March Death March. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Hell yeah. Um Okay, so sorry.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. I I don't. That's fine. I don't care. It looks that's good. Fine. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It is I just, good. It's like, good. I, I, I
1: you know. It's I just a, about I a, da- a. It's about a dad. I can't struggling.
0: like. Yeah. I can't afford
1: a lot of books, and I just want to be able to support this business. It's a bigger book. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Arguably better.
1: Something I've lost.
0: Yeah. Let's do yours. Something I'm missing. Mm-hmm. No. So and it's something that hurt me. Something you're missing. Something you're losing. Some way you've been hurt. Here's something I'm missing. Okay, so that's number one.
1: You wouldn't expect this to be the case, but it is. Okay. Something I'm missing right now is free time. Okay. Because when I'm not putting in 14-hour days on looking at USPTO trademark knockout searches and branding a product for a major company, Mm -hmm. I am either doing one of two things, and those two things are... Cracking that hall. Playing Pokemon for my hit podcast, EXP share podcast.
0: Yep, okay. Subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts, please.
1: reading The Babysitter's Club. Right, yeah. So the thing I think I am missing is any kind of fucking free time to do anything that's not work, Pokemon, or The Babysitter's Club.
0: So do you want that as one big phrase or do you want to just truncate it to free time? Free time. Free time, okay. I just want to play fucking Animal Crossing. That sounds nice, yeah.
1: Um, something that's that I'm losing. Yeah. Well, percent of my paycheck every month. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Should I say percent? Because I'm worried now someone can go and find like the table and ex- exactly figure out.
0: I bleeped it out. I bleeped it out. So okay. what you can say is a significant percentage. A significant percentage of my paycheck every okay. month. Okay
1: and i don't blame my employer they're just trying yeah. to do what they need to do and i yeah. it's fine no, it's, and it's great manageable to think they're keeping everybody in like no one's getting employed. laid off but like yeah. what we have to do is we have to make cuts yeah because times are tough right now and i am missing some percentage of my paycheck right. of You're my losing. paycheck every month yes losing okay and then some way you've been hurt some way i've been hurt uh
0: well my son has 4 teeth now okay <laughs> yeah the per capita Tooth number in the Green Ring household is going up daily. Um, Yeah, yeah. That's bananas to He's think He's got about. like two more
1: on the way. He's got four now. Yeah. And what he likes to do is use them to bite me.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And he
1: thinks it's very fun and funny.
0: Okay, and it is. So, it sounds fun and funny. You'll
1: be sitting on the ground looking after him, and he'll be on the other side of the room, and then he'll see you, and he'll go, Ah, and he'll crawl towards you very quickly, and then he'll go, and just like latch into your arm with his That's teeth. That's good. You know what I call that? And it hurts. I
0: don't know what I call that. What? Bonka chomp. Oh, bonka chomp. <laughs> Isn't that good? And you can use that. So, uh, baby bites? Baby bites. Some so, way you've been hurt, baby bites. Okay, so we've Tanner, got it. Tanner, book? Uh, book 11. 11. Diary, diary 3. 3. Free time. A significant percentage of my paycheck. Yeah. Baby bites. Baby bites. And and I guess the picture is is just you getting bit by baby.
1: It's me like looking longingly at my switch, which has like cobwebs on it. Yeah. And a baby is biting me. You're
0: reaching out for, for your switch and an unreachable like pile of money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't because a baby's holding you back with the short teeth. Of his teeth. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And so what has happened to me is that Morpheus has arrived and Morpheus is here and Morpheus is here and he's like And he's by like, Morpheus Yeah. Do you mean Morpheus from Morpheus, the Matrix? Morpheus. Yeah, and it's Morpheus from the Matrix. And he's and he's like, I'm like, what are you, what what's happening, Morpheus? And I, I'm like, oh Oh, I'm having a strange day, and he like he's got cool sunglasses. Yeah, you know, you know, little, little sunglasses. Yeah, and he puts out two hands and he holds them out to me, and he says, "In one hand." Why does he sound like Jigsaw? It's not Is it jigsaw. It jigsaw. Is it Jigsaw? I swear, to you, I swear to you, it's not Jigsaw. I just did a bad impression. I'm not gonna do an impression. I'm just gonna say what he said. Now I'm extremely suspicious. I don't think it's jigsaw. Don't he look at the box. He says, like- Don't look at the box. <laughs>
1: now it's Kevin Spacey's character from seven?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Morpheus. And 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 one hand he says, In this hand, I have Who of my cheese? Okay. If you take this book, you will learn about manage- good management and just sort getting of like ahead in business. Managing business relationships, managing business relationships, yeah. um, uh, like employee relations and productivity. Okay, and and you'll just lead a normal life, and you won't know the, the big secret. Yep. Yeah. And then, in the other hand, I have Tanner, Book Eleven. Diary three. Wait, who's saying this? Jigsaw? Morpheus. Okay. Free time, a significant percentage of my paycheck. Baby teeth. Yes. And if you choose baby bites. Yeah. And if you choose this book, what will happen to you? And before he finishes his sentence, I do grab that one.
1: Okay. Because you I, I want to do go down the rabbit hole. I want
0: to go down the fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. And then, and then, I then you know turn karate. into like metal goo. You can do karate and stuff. You
1: touch the mirror and you turn into metal goo.
0: Yeah. So, wow, that's what's on our tombstones. And wow, we must okay. talk about this book. But first, it do- does It seem like we have to now take a break. And that's what's happened. And okay. we have to take a break. Don goes to a concert. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. Bye. Tanner, it is a big thunderstorm out here where I am, and I know I have told you in the past- Are you okay? That I don't like to talk about the weather, but that is- an. Are you okay? Is everything okay? It's fine. It's a piece of information that leads me to the next thing, which is that your friend Cyril- Mm -hmm. Is he okay? He's okay. He's okay. Well, actually not. He's not. He's like asking Mama to fucking put his blanket on. For some reason, he can't get his blanket on him. And we have to help him with that every 10 minutes. Figure it out, idiot. Figure it out. But Sarah was talking to me about how he uh, is obsessed with the fact that he can't see the thunder. Okay. Interesting. Which is interesting. And he, and that's what he says. He doesn't say Like when he hears it, he says, I can't see the thunder, which is a thing. A lot of people think you can, but you can't. It's no, the lightning you see the lighting. Yeah. But the other thing that he says that is even more profound, That's this is what that put me in mind of. And this is going to bake your noodle and, again, the Matrix. A lot of Matrix. I would say at least once a day. Okay. For the last couple of weeks. Okay. At some point. Cyril will turn to me. Cyril? Sarah. Cyril. Okay. Cyril will turn to me.
1: Very close. Is that
0: intentional? No, it's not. Cyril and Sarah? No, it's not. Very close. That's fine. Not intentional. It's not intentional. He's named after a character from Five Children and It by E. Nesbitt. So now you know that. You already told me that, and I still don't care. Okay, well, you asked, and you asked whether it was intentional, so it seemed like you forgot. Cyril will turn to me apropos of nothing and say, I can't see my eyeballs. Okay. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, no. And I like to think about that, too. And I also don't like to think about it. And it's like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. I'm just realizing this myself. (laughs) And it's very upsetting and it's very difficult to think about, especially from the eyes of a babe, you know, who's just seeing the world anew. And it's like, no, that is a problem. That's a fucking problem. It's, I I don't, and I can't help you. Yeah, I can't help you.
1: It makes me consider everything else that I've never actually seen. Yeah, never actually seen, which is like, you've never seen. Essentially anything on like this plane. You can't. I've never seen my forehead. I've never you've seen never my seen eyebrows. Your nose. I've never seen you've my seen mouth. Bits I've of never your nose. seen my nose. Yeah, I've never seen them. I've I've maybe seen them in a mirror, but is that's like that's a you never seen your butt? No, I can see my butt. Oh, you can see your butt. Okay, false alarm. I can see most of my body. I guess I can't see my chin or like I mean. yeah. I've got
0: like a cone here, right? Yeah. Then you've, you'll never see it. That fucks me up, man. Yeah, and it fucks me up too. And Cyril is the first to point it out. How do I even know it's real then? You can't. Because I'm only seeing it via these this this facsimile. No, you just ear. have to take my word from it, and I'm an unreliable interlocutor. I can see your eyeballs. I can see them loud and fucking clear. No, you can't. they are great. They no, look you great. no you can't. Yes, I can't. We're
1: we're yeah. three thousand miles apart.
0: I can see it better than you can.
1: No, because my little preview screen's oh, right yeah. here.
0: Okay, I can't see them. You're right. I can't see them. I can't see your eyeballs. And now I'm worried. And where we're going, we don't need eyes. And this has been Dad Talk. Hasn't it? It's
1: been, like,
0: Dad Crisis. (laughs) This has been Dad Crisis. (laughs) Um, We must talk about this book. Oh, my goodness, must we talk about this book? We must. We have not much. Uh, Look, okay, I'm just going to restate the plot. There's a Jax concert. Oh, Jax. Mortal Kombat. Jack's, I don't think the it's character
1: from Mortal Kombat who has got the metal arms. I don't think it's he's that. He's got two metal arms, and he one of his fatalities is he'll use his metal arms to tear off your arms,
0: and then he'll beat you to death with them. Okay, because I was Jax from Mortal Kombat. I was going to say that that Jacks from Mortal Kombat is my hashtag swing this week. He's he's pretty beefy. Yeah, here I'll send you a pic. Okay. Can I read you the passage from the book? His name is Pierre X, the singer from Jackson. There, it's a Belgian band.
1: No, he's American. <laughs> okay. In the ga- in the canon of the games, Jax is American.
0: Okay. Well, in the canon of the California Diaries, he's Belgian, and it's Pierre X, and his- the band is Jax, J A X. Okay. Tanner sent me. Oh. Well, hashtag swing to that. Yeah, he's got
1: metal arms. He's got like fucking like melons for pecs. Yeah,
0: very handsome. Like Yeah, it looks like they're weighing them down. Take a load off, Jax.
1: <laughs> you should have metal pecs.
0: Those pecs dragging you down? <laughs> My goodness. Have a seat. You need it. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Pierre X. So Don is obsessed with this man named Pierre X who is... Every time you say it, it sounds like it's initials. P-R-X. But his name is Pierre, Pierre. X. Pierre And I want to read uh, what made me have a a big boner that made me hump the sky like Queen's World today. Excuse
1: me while I hump the sky.
0: Sure, fine. Um, And it's hashtag schwing, and it's where we talk about the guys that made us horny. Okay. And here's what Dawn says. Reasons I am in love with Pierre. One, he is so cool when he's on stage. Mm -hmm. Two, when he sings... He closes his eyes, and you can just tell that he's lost in his own world, which must be a wonderful place. (laughs) That sounds nice, doesn't it? And he's thinking, you know what he's thinking about? Can't see his eyeballs. Yeah. Three, I've never seen him in person, but I imagine that when he sings, he gets a little bit sweaty. You know what else you've never seen in person,
1: Don? Eyeballs, your own eyeballs. Fucking eyeballs. (laughs) Yeah. And isn't that worrying? And isn't that fuck you up?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. I'm going to read this again and I'm just going to try to read it sexy. Okay. 3. I've never seen him in person and think about Jax. When you think when when I read this. From Mortal Kombat. The band, The band from the book. I've never seen him in person, but I imagine that when he sings he gets a little bit sweaty. I'm thinking about Jax from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Not trippy sweaty, but just damply sweaty. <laughs> So you can just barely smell it. And it isn't a bad smell, but actually attractive. Yes. Like you'd sort of want to lean into him and collapse against his chest. Mm. And that's. Dawn?
1: (laughs) That's the thing you're describing. (laughs) Yeah. Is so viscerally familiar to me. (laughs) And it's a thing I encounter. Most weeks, Ooh. while reading and discussing these books, is this is this mm-hmm. sweet scent, mm-hmm. and you you can almost like you can almost taste it on the wind. You know, it's like damply sweaty, but not bad. Oh, and what is that scent? And it's oh, it's so it's so tempting, mm. it's so enigmatic, and I, it is. I, I totally understand where Don's coming from here. Yeah, I don't think that scent is present this in this week. book, and we can't tell. We, there's no way to know. It's very difficult to tell. Should we let Baby Nation in? We'll honor?
0: say what we'll say what the thing is, and we did discuss this a little bit beforehand because it's very unclear. Orem does something that's called larasure. Um It's yeah. a technical term in academic circles for yeah. when you erase Peter just from a book, even though he fucking wrote it. Yep. And Orem likes to do Lorasure and they they say Jeannie d- did it or they say Noah Gene. did it or but they don't say Pete did it. Right. But so what what is complicated is in a book like this where we don't think Pete did it, based on what we can tell. Well, co- so according to Wikipedia, yeah. Books two, three,
1: four, five, six, nine, ten, fourteen and fourteen were written by Peter Laranges. Yes. Seven, eight, thirteen were by written by Gene Betancourt. Right. And I would say Jeannie. And fifteen was written by Nola Thacker. Right. Which leaves one. Yes. Eleven and twelve. Yeah. TBD. And maybe it's Anne, maybe it's maybe like maybe
0: someone discovered them. It's not Pete. You know it's not Pete. You can tell it's not Pete. There's Except, no moment. But this passage about the scent. That is, and it does like, it's seem Pete like he's signaling to, is Anne signaling to someone is signaling to. You know what? It's it's about this passage, is the type of passage that someone who has had a number of Lorangus moments might write. Someone like Anne, someone, someone, someone who knows that smell, that smell. Because yeah. Pete's not going to talk about his own smell. He's not going to nope. be like, oh, you know, like I mean, he knows it, but he's not going to say it. Right? Anne will talk about it. She does a know lot, it. I don't it. think you
1: can pick yeah. up your own sense. No, you can't. They're too familiar to you. They, they just get lost yeah. in the wash.
0: But Anne knows it, and it's damply sweaty. And so it's Anne, and she's referencing that Pete could have done this one, but she needed to step in. Ann needed to step in, didn't she? Ann needed to step in. And we are talking about Anne, and we should talk about the thing that did happen in this book about Anne. Don't you think? Because we think Anne wrote it. And Anne also, if she wrote it, she also did something else that she's never fucking done before. Never. Never. Except once, maybe once in a way that we've mined every piece of gold that we possibly could out of it, where she told us, like, 12 surprising things about myself. I'm afraid of bats. I was born in a storm on her Facebook page. But today, of all days, she said, I'm going to reveal my entire self to you. I don't think this is Anne. You don't think so.
1: I I hate to give them any credit. them, And I hate to I hate to give them kudos, but there is an extended sequence at the end of this novel. Yes. Titled The Personal History of Anna Martin and it includes It's got pictures. 1 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 11 12 13 14 integrated Media pieces of media,
0: of uh, that appear to be of about Anne,
1: of Anne, Anne, of Anne, yes. And I, I hate to give Orem credit, but I feel like Orem, for all their shortcomings, and maybe, maybe they have like a ration of some sort, where it's like, we're only allowed to integrate so much media, and we need to deploy it tactfully,
0: and we're, and that's oh, so that's what's ha- so all the it, media that they. That we thought they were going to integrate for us before, yep. they were like, "We can't. We, we can't show it. you the pictures that you're supposed to see. We can't show you the calligraphy that was in the original books because we're going to show you something even more important, something that is vital. We're something gonna show that is you essential. A,
1: a chapter of Anna Martin's personal history, and we're going to show yeah. you 14 photos of Anna Martin and her life.
0: Oh, and they did. It's enlightening. It's so enlightening. Here, you want to hear something from this biography that. Either Anne or Orem have written that brings so much else into such stark relief for me. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, my parents created an imaginative atmosphere for my sister and me. My dad liked circuses and carnivals and magic, and as a teenager, he had the been gathering. An... It doesn't say. And as Let's a teenager, it's the
1: gathering. magic the gathering.
0: He had been an amateur magician. Tanner, Aunt's dad. This is a magician like a planeswalker. I I don't know. I don't know what it doesn't specifically say what kind of magician. Can we talk about the photos a little bit?
1: Okay. The very first photo that Orm has decided to decided to integrate into this media? Yeah. Is a baby picture of of a newborn Anne in a, in the hospital in August of 1955. Beautiful. She is kind of squinting. She seems skeptical. On her right wrist she seems to be wearing a bracelet that looks from where i'm sitting to be made out of human teeth
0: Mm, okay yeah no that makes sense i mean she's got this this, she's got a magician father right she's learning the ways oh it's like spell components so she has a totem that's gonna be you know whatever it is maybe she's got
1: she's got like some cantrip that requires like a human tooth to like cast
0: Yes, that makes sense. And so she
1: keeps like a bracelet of human teeth. And every time she vanquishes a human foe, she pulls out a a few teeth to add back to her bracelet. Okay, yes. And that's it. Well, the teeth freaked me out a little bit. And are you concerned about the cats? I was a little concerned about the cats. You're kind of a cats guy, and there's a lot of cats. She talks a lot about the cats. She says, my family always had cats, and except for when I was in college, I've always had at least one cat. This is a photo of Kiki, sweetheart, Tigger, and Fluffy from my childhood home. Right. And then she says, is a little hard to see. Yeah. And I just know you're, I know you're a cat guy, and I just maybe thought you'd have something to say about Anne's cats.
0: Well, I think that like if you have a cat that's hard to see, that's not on the cat. Okay. That's on you. Right. You know? That's not about the cat. That's about you. It's about, like, how you're looking. And then later on, she has one
1: here called At Home in the Country in 2000 with Peanut. Right. One of my many kittens I've fostered.
0: I think think Anne is a cat lady. She's a cat lady, and I do respect that, and I do like that, even though she does often like to kill cats in her books. Let's talk about Boo Boo. Let's talk about Little Guy. Let's talk about the endless cats that Anne is murdering in these books. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just let's just be honest about it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm a cat person, and I never murder cats, and it's actually part of that that me being a cat person is not is not murdering cats, and Anne does murder a lot of them in these novels. I try to I try my best
1: to murder very few cats. Yeah, I I will say that I have murdered two cats in like the last five years.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then I'm um,
1: sorry for your loss, but. It, I will. I will also say it didn't really feel like my choice. Yeah, and it and it was. I was going for off you. the the advice of a
0: medical professional, a, right. cat, a cat medical professional. Yeah, both times. Yeah, and in Ann's case, Boo Boo and and Little Guy, they could have been okay if she chose. She snapped her fucking fingers. Yeah, you know. And I wish that could have been true for Bull
1: and Meg too, but it it not Have been no and
0: and and. And it wasn't for Tanner's Cats, was it?
1: And, and this is how careless you are, Anne. Yeah. How thoughtless you are about all this.
0: Wildlife plays a larger role in my life now than when I was young. I will often find deer, wild turkeys, and garden toads in my backyard, says Anne.
1: Garden toads.
0: And it's frogs, and there are frogs everywhere. In actually, our backyard. toads and frogs are different. And it, actually, they're not. And I definitely know this
1: one. Okay. Frogs
0: and toads are this fucking same. They're both green jumpy lizards, and if you tell me they're otherwise,
1: not lizards. They're amphibians. No,
0: they're both green jumpy lizards. I, oh, I swear to God, and I
1: hate to be this guy,
0: Jack. but no. they are different. They are the exactly the same. They're exactly the same. They're green jumpy lizards. I they're not defy lizards. You to they're both amphibians. Toads are green and jumpy, and they're like lizards. Oh, are, are weird very hot. Just, just like just like what I just brown. said, idiot.
1: Toads live on land. Frogs live on water. They're the, essentially the equivalent of turtles and tortoises. Do you think turtles and tortoises are the same? Yes. Well, they're not. <laughs> Boy, do you have egg on your face. Frog eggs, specifically because they're laid this in clusters, nonsense. whereas We're toad never, eggs no, are no. laid in lines.
0: This is fake science. Frog legs I...
1: have long legs.
0: Toad legs have Baby stubby short legs That doesn't even make sense That doesn't don't even, don't make, even sense. make sense They're different It doesn't make sense What you just said Doesn't make any sense You said frog legs Frog legs have long legs That's nothing Yeah and toad legs Have little tiny baby legs Fine Okay I want to introduce A new segment Okay And I Should
1: we talk about the book I, w- I was going to Because we're like an hour in We haven't done it yet I'm just Fine uh, Let's I, talk about it Say okay. something about the book Say something S- What Sunny's do you think is dying Okay
0: Okay Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's the B plot or the A plot. Maybe the A plot is this PR PRX Jackson Mortal Kombat concert. But Sonny, Mrs. Winslow and Mr. Winslow have decided to take Mrs. Winslow off of chemotherapy and she is in hospice now and she's there. The the doctors are just trying to make her as comfortable as possible.
0: And Sonny's, not taking it well and she's in denial and Dawn keeps trying to repair their friendship and she can't. So, okay, Tanner, that's where we are now. Guess what, everybody? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the thing that we've been avoiding for an
1: hour. Right. Well, it's relevant to a segment I have. Okay, fine. And it's this segment here. Okay. (sighs)
0: Hey, if I remember correctly, my one's a complicated one. What's yours?
1: How should I fix these, Don? Mrs. Winslow said. She was looking at her bangs in a hand mirror and holding up a comb. Maybe sort of to the side, I suggested? So she ran the comb through the bangs and pulled them out. I mean, all the bangs. I nearly cried. But Mrs. Winslow just held up a big pair of gold hoop earrings and said, Well, if I want to have the pirate look, it'll look better without the bangs. I forced a laugh. (laughs) The Pirate look. Oh, that is your best look. Mrs. Winslow set the comb and mirror aside. She put on the earrings. How's Gracie? She asked. And my burn is on Elizabeth Winslow because the child is Dawn's sister. The baby is named Elizabeth Grace Schaefer after Elizabeth Winslow. Right. And everyone's decided to just call it Gracie.
0: Okay. And the burn is on Elizabeth
1: because no one wants to think about this dying woman.
0: That's great. And shall I call her and tell her about the burn or will you just do it?
1: I mean, it kind of sounds like she knows about it because she said, how's Gracie? So it's like... But it sounds like someone on her. needs to probably
0: rub it in because she's going through a lot right now. She might have missed the context and somebody should go and just tell her how bad the fucking burn was. Mrs. Winslow,
1: just to be clear.
0: Yeah. We call her Gracie
1: because we don't like thinking about you. You, Betsy. And your, and how you're dying.
0: That's great. Um, can I say another disturbing thing about Gracie? Yeah, is it the next line? No is the next line interesting because the
1: it? next line is how's gracie she asked teething i replied and uh, it's weird because my son is 11 months old yeah and he's teething
0: yeah i am pretty sure gracie was born a week like a week ago week ago yeah
1: this thing is this thing's already got teeth
0: yeah okay well that actually fits with what i wanted to say that fits with what i wanted to say listen to this I shrugged and stood up from the table. I used to think of Carol as my wicked stepmother, but not anymore. She can still drive me crazy, but in a more normal way. I changed the subject. How are Gracie's teeth? Coming in just fine, Carol grinned. She'll be well-armed when she reaches the biting stage. Carol put the empty bottles in the recycling can. Then she said, Dawn, I'm convinced that you and Sonny will be friends again one day. Just give her time. I don't know why I read the last part of that. The thing that is actually happening here that I figured out from this passage is that they are raising Gracie to fight. They got a fighting baby.
1: Okay, fight what? They got a
0: fighting baby. Other babies, obviously, dumbass. Uh, Other babies. They got a fighting baby. What do you raise your baby to do? She'll be well-armed when she reaches the biting stage. What am I raising my baby to do? Um, like, I th- if if all goes well, I'm raising my baby to, like, make literary references that no one gets. So
1: just so- sort of, like, propagating the shepherd line. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, that reminds me of something from Milton.
1: Because your mom's been on the show.
0: Not even that. That no so one. So I know that. Like that.
1: I know the, that your mom loves to do that, and
0: I. Yeah. I know you. I've don't.
1: I've loved to do it. So it's yeah. just sort of like
0: maintaining. Yeah. Can I tell you my burn? Yes, please. Uh, so Don is speculating about Pierre X, who's handsome. He's Belgian. He's from the group Jax. Yeah. We'll do a we'll do a quick vibe check, hopefully on Jax before we leave. Yeah. But she says the following thing. About Pierre X. Possible names X could stand for. Xavier. Is that a Belgian name? Does it have to be a Belgian name? Maybe Pierre's family is from some other country. Xanadu. Well, you never know. Xerxes. This is the dorkiest name in the history of the world, but there just aren't that many names that begin with X. I'm desperate, and it's a burn on Xerxes the Great, King of Persia. <laughs> uh-huh. And anyone named Xerxes. Xerxes. No, specifically Xerxes the Great, and okay. you'll know Xerxes the Great because he is the god-king of Persia who he, uh, um, lost the great fought, battle at Thermopylae. Yeah, he fought Gerard Butler. Yep, he fought Gerard Butler. The, yep, fought Gerard Butler. Exactly. Um, and you know what it reminds me of, obviously? Tell me. Gerontion. Yes, of course. The T.S. Eliot poem. Uh, Here I am. An old man in a dry month. Oh, with being his read to. Being read by to bull, by a boy waiting, waiting for a rain. I was neither at the hot gates, nor fought in the warm rain, nor knee deep in the salt marsh, heaving a cutlass bitten by flies. Fought. And the hot gates, of course, is a reference to. But cheeks. Thermopylae. Thermo is hot, and pulae is gates. Thermopylae. But he's saying he's not there, and this is what's so beautiful about Gerontion is he has this incredible evocation of right. this battle, but in the negative. He's saying, I wasn't there, I wasn't there, I wasn't there, but you see it, and Gerontion. Or Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler's part of and it. He says, this
1: is Sparta, and he kicks. He was there. He kicks Xerxes' messenger. Yes, no, well. yes,
0: yes, that's what it's about.
1: Yeah. So yeah. we're on the same page. Jack. Yeah.
0: Can I introduce the segment? Yes, fine,
1: fine, yes, please. It's called Vibe Check. (laughs) Okay, thank God. And the vibe I want to check this week is Jax Jax. and Pierre X.
0: Okay, let let me read you the passage about Jax. Uh, My so-called babies. We have Hmm. not talked much about this book, but all you need to know about this book is that Don goes to a Jax concert, Sonny's in the car, on the ride to the Jax concert, that's awkward. That's what the book is. And and that actually doesn't even happen yet. And that doesn't even happen, but it's like the... But that's the tension. The concern about that is a big part of the tension. Here's who Jax is. And then a headline caught my eye that was so exciting it was responsible for keeping me up until nearly 3 o'clock. It read, Jax to play in North Palo. Since I didn't believe this could actually refer to the Jax, I almost turned the page. But something made me glance at the article anyway, and I nearly began screaming. I had to read the first paragraph twice to make sure I understood it. But sure enough, it said that Jax, the rock phenomenon from Belgium, was going to play a concert, a single concert at a club in North Palo in a few weeks. Jax, the real Jax, the band of my dreams the band for which PRX is one of the singers. I know almost nothing about him except that I am in love with him. I have to get to that concert. Tanner, vibe check. Vibe check. This one's What's so checks? difficult, huh? Okay, can I start? Because I'm am I'm going to be wrong, and I want you to be right. Okay. I weirdly know a lot about bands from Belgium that were big in the 90s. Why? Because I just, I have, I'm a repository of, of a useless musical arcana f- from specifically the 90s until like the, around 2010. It's just like sticks in my brain. I can't fucking get it out. Okay. It's there instead of other things. It's there instead of other important things. Okay. That I think the biggest bands from Belgium in the 90s were almost certainly front 242 and what what's the song of theirs ah uh, we'll play a clip but there's not really a song it's like pretty heavy industrial music okay great It sounds like Nine Inch Nails, but like heavier. Okay. Is there a singer? or Is it just like noise? Like I mean, it's it's music. Well, I don't know if it's like instrumentals or if there's like the singer is Jean Luc de Meyer. Okay. And I did see them. And so, oh, you know what? This is can we do a segment within a segment? Hmm. Uh, it's a segment that you came up with in our our first episode that we've never used again. Okay. And I think it's called Dear Diary.
1: Your diary, yes, and we should have used it more often and we didn't,
0: yeah. And it's, I ask you something about whether you had the same experience that the people in this book had and what, what that was like. And yes. from, the question is, what was your first concert? And I will answer. And my, for me, it was Lollapalooza 1990, oh, 91. And Front 242 did play at Lollapalooza. I was six, I don't think they would have let me in. um and alfonso's mom drove us and at the end of the concert we like came out of the concert and alfonso's mom was standing on top of a car and waving her hands and shouting because she was very worried that we wouldn't find her because it was like pretty a bunch of like sweaty dudes mostly uh but rage against the machine did play there and uh Primus I think did play at that one and fucking Alice in Chains did play at that one. Sounds like and a good one. Also Front 242.
1: Right, Front played at it. Front 242. Yes.
0: Um that was less exciting but they were they were big enough to play Lollapalooza. And what was your first concert?
1: Um my first concert was the Primitive Radio Gods. <laughs> <laughs> Um, with the
0: I've been down harder, baby. Ever since the day we met, you know, he never made a dime from that song because of that sample. Doesn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went with my mom. Yeah, it was probably ninety seven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she was like, she was like,
0: Tanner, have you heard about the primitive radio gods? We got my go mom check them and I out.
1: went down. We drove down to Denver. Okay. Um, I think we went to the Bluebird theater and we okay. watched primitive radio gods do a set and it was great
0: good yeah that sounds nice would have been That's i was 13 that sounds really nice yeah um i didn't go with my mom and uh alfonso and chris martin did uh smoke pot at the concert and i didn't but i thought about it
1: it's funny you say chris martin because i was gonna say that my and it, not from it Coldplay. Is, Okay, it's not Chris Just, Martin
0: Cool. Cole. It's a, no, it's a friend of mine called Chris Martin. Because
1: my vibe check this week yeah. for Jax and PRX was Coldplay and Chris Martin. And I know that, they're not Belgian, but she does say That seems that, good.
0: I like it. She does at one point say that PRX has a home in London.
1: And I was like, oh, Chris Martin
0: has a home in London. I like it, but here's what I'm going to say for you. I think you're right. That's the vibe, right? Because it's like, the way she describes it, it's like... They're playing in a club and like Maggie hasn't heard of them. So it's not like a Backstreet Boys type of situation. Right. It's like a it's like a, it's like it's like, like back, it's like Coldplay Circa Yellow where it's yeah. like. But that's still so. But here's the thing. When when Dawn talks to Maggie on the phone, Maggie's she's like, oh, Maggie, can you come instead of Sonny? Because like Sonny and I are fighting and Maggie's like, I don't know what this band is. And Dawn is like, oh, well, I, they're new. So right. it's like a band, it's not like a fucking new kids on the block type of situation. It's like a band. And Coldplay is right, but I'm going to disallow it because Yellow is 2003. That first Coldplay album is 2003. Uh, I think you're right, probably, huh? So what I want need you to do and and here's the favor I'm going to do for you is I'm going to talk briefly about the other famous Belgian band from the 90s. Okay. While you figure it out, I need you to come back to me with the call play of ninety seven. Two thousand was was yellow. Fuck me. Yeah, the other Belgian band that I think it could be if Dawn was cool as hell is Hooverphonic.
1: I've obviously never heard of them.
0: They're like trip hop. They're like massive. They're like Massive Attack, Tricky, Esthero. Like whatever was happening in that in that brief exciting moment where we were all like, trip hop is the future. And the like the other part of it was Hooverphonic. Um, and I guess we'll play a brief clip of that while Tanner figures out who the uh callplay of nineteen ninety-seven was. You can hurt me. I can hurt you but you better-
1: I've got two ap- options, okay, for the Coldplay of nineteen ninety seven.
0: Yeah, can I can I throw one out at you? Yeah, Wallflowers. Uh, wallflowers. Uh, I don't think it's bad. Okay, can I say Jars of Clay? Are they too Christian? That's too Christian. That can't. That's not that. I like what I. The sound is right, but the vibe is wrong because that that's like very specifically Christian. Can I say, um, Our Lady Peas? Yeah, fuck yeah. It's Our Lady Peace, and we will play a very brief clip. Okay, we got there. It's our lady peace. And I think we should go. Oh, okay. Don't you Do, think? You don't have any more segments? I've got so many more segments. Oh, okay. Well,
1: it's just it, it just is we've run out of it time. It was kind of a boring. And I wouldn't say it was a boring, but it was a great book. Yeah. But it was it was not an eventful book because it was sort of like day, dawn is adjacent to all of these like bigger things. Yeah. Like Sonny's mom dying or Alex Dawn suicide. is
0: very passive in these books, and
1: she's not even like
0: there. There are two active
1: characters, which are Sunny yeah. and Maggie, and they have a lot of crises. And then there are two everyone is characters called yeah. Amelia and Ducky. Amelia sort of and like, Ducky. they're helping and they're reacting, and then there's yeah. Dawn, and she's just kind of like there.
0: She does some some real nice work in this book where she does go and like. Sonny's mom is in very bad shape and she's reading, Dawn is reading Franny and Zoe to her in the hospital, which is very touching. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one can take that away from Dawn. But she's also like, why is Sonny being such a bitch? And right. it's like, Dawn. And like, Carol has this conversation. I relate to Carol a lot in this. Right. Because Carol, Carol has this. No, it's not the breastfeeding. Uh, that's not. I'm, I'm, thanks for clarifying. Because I wouldn't want people to <laughs> think that that's why I relate to Carol. There is a breastfeeding moment in the book. Several breastfeeding moments, and that's why you relate to her? Because she really only makes
1: appearances in this book when she's breastfeeding Gracie. No, and And Don's shitty about it.
0: Don's shitty about it. Yeah. No, and it's not what I mean. It's not what I mean. And I don't want people to think that. And now I feel like you've... I'm in this situation where like you've... I guess I, do, if you didn't want people thinking, why'd you bring it up? No, and that's what I was saying. It's like, I'm in a situation where you've now made it seem like that's the thing. And the more I deny it, the more it seems like it is the thing. And no, it's I not. No, I agree. No,
1: yeah. It does the, seem like more and more it is the thing, the more and more you deny it.
0: The reason I related to Carol is because she has the following conversation with Dawn about five times in this book. Dawn is like, Carol, what the fuck? Sonny's being mean to me. And Carol is like, Dawn, her mom is dying. Yes. And then Dawn is like, Well, I visit her mom more than she does. And Carol is like, Dawn, it's different for her because that's her mom. And Dawn just doesn't fucking get it. And that's that aspect of it sucks. And that is a problem. Yep. And but that's all the time we have for today. It's all the time we have for today. And what I, let's say our names Tanner, Green, Jack, Shepard. And let's say what our Patreon is Patreon.com
1: slash BSEC podcast. Please. We sing the descriptions. And we
0: sing the descriptions. Gendejo's our Patreon. Michi. Yeah, and that's the thing we say on it. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash podcast. You can check it out and support our show by subscribing, and it means a lot to us if you do that uh, because it enables us to continue doing this. Um, so uh, please consider uh, paying $5 a month to get a whole new show and uh, support this show uh, Can I tell you about the merch generosity. very quickly? Uh, yes, the merch it's is currently on hold.
1: L Y Slash B S E C merch, and you're still allowed to buy it. Yeah. But it is, our warehouse is closed. So right. they're not shipping anything out right now.
0: But they will. But
1: you're still encouraged and allowed to buy it.
0: It'll just take a while.
1: It'll just take a little longer than usual. But if
0: you're listening to this and it's like months or years from the time it came out, ignore that. Uh, Please join the Baby Nation Facebook group. It's a wonderful place where wonderful people do wonderful things. And just go to the the Babysitter's Club Club Facebook page, and the the group where all the action happens is linked there, and it's the Facebook group Baby Nation. Get in there. Get active. Join the fun. We're having a nice time in there, and everyone's nice Mm -hmm. for once. Mm -hmm. What I'd like to say is this week that we read a novel, and the novel that we read was called California Diaries Number 11, Dawn. Diary 3. Next week, we're going to be reading a novel that is called California Diaries. Number 12, Sunny. Diary 3. Just cry.
1: Just period. Cry period. Yeah. Okay. I'll start mulling it over.
0: Do we think Sunny's mom's going to be okay? Unclear. Because I would cry with happiness if she kind of pulled through it.
1: And it would be just...
0: And it would be just... And it would be a just... A just God would allow her to... To to live. To kind of live and make it through. So it's going to be a fun one. Good. Looking forward to that. What I would like to say is I'm Jack. You're a Tanner. Dawn is going to concerts now. And the way she talks, you would think that handsome Belgian recording artists had just been
1: should i get a switch should i get a switch and just play
0: yeah animal get a crossing? switch
1: get a switch play animal crossing you idiot
0: can i play nba 2k on it yes on a switch okay. yes I've decided that I really want to do your idea. Vegan? That you told all me. Vegans. Let's create an all vegan basketball team on NBA 2K and, and see just how see do. how they do <laughs> and like write press releases about it. I think it's a very funny idea and I'm going to do it. And if that means I have to get a Switch, then so be it. Yeah, and we can do also it. play Animal Crossing. And then we okay. can play
1: Animal Crossing and NBA 2K together. Okay. That was a headgum podcast.